Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have actor and producer Roger Dorman with us today. He can be seen as Officer Mike Wind in the thriller Karen. This movie is in theaters and on digital platforms now. He has also appeared in the Lifetime movie Cheering for Your Life and the film Wander with Aaron Eckhart and Tommy Lee Jones. He also executive produced that project. And we're excited to talk yes. to him about all that and so much more. So, yes. Roger, welcome. welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's definitely our pleasure. Um, I always like to start out the same way. Um, as you know, the last 18 months has been rough for a lot of people in entertainment. And I always kind of want to just get that out the bud uh, at the beginning of the show. How has COVID affected what you do? And what have you done this last 18 months to maneuver through this craziness? Great question. Fortunately, I didn't start out in the entertainment industry. I, I'm a businessman first and have a, a company that I, a currency exchange company that oh, wow. I own it pays for my bills, but oh. had I not had that I, that, I I would have uh, had a few issues for sure. It's set everything off a good, anywhere from six months to a couple years back in terms of the projects that I have been assigned to and yeah. was cast yeah. in. So, yeah. Well, that's like awesome. for us, you know, we started this show January of 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a couple months before COVID. And, you know, we had no idea what was coming. We had this big dream. We, you know, we thought we could interview maybe 100 guests our first year. Yes, we thought and that And we thought if we could build place. that, that'd be a great foundation. And then COVID happens. Yeah. And as I'm watching everything get shut down, I'm like, you know, they need our show. We saw an opening and <laughs> We saw an opportunity there. there. It was like everything being shut down. Actors and artists and all that and entertainment, they need a place to talk. And we're going to give it to them. And because of that... We did over 300 interviews last year and we're over 450 now. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It's definitely been a crazy journey. Now, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to become an actor? But I always had to go deeper in that. When did it click that it could eventually be a career for you? Well, my story is a little different. I, <laughs> as a businessman, I was actually at a, a investor meeting with the board of directors of a publicly traded company that I have invested in. Mm -hmm. And I'd been there for a couple of days and went to dinner with one of the board members. And he looked across the table at me and said, Hey, I've got a, I've got a movie I'd like you to be in. So oh, wow. at that moment is when I knew I wanted to be an actor, I guess I was, I was flattered. I was a little overwhelmed, mm -hmm. disbelieving, but I went with it. And a few movies later, here I am. Now, when he asked you that, did you think he was crazy? Because again, you know, if, if that's never, if you never thought of that before that moment, what was going through your mind at that point? Well, I, I laughed and I just said, you know, just so you know, before I answer the question or <laughs> respond to your invitation, I just want you to know the only time I've ever acted before in my life was I was the lead in the Christmas play when I was in kindergarten. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's my resume. If you still want me, there you go. Wow. wow. And and how long ago was that when that happened? <laughs> oh, as far not 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 the the not the kindergarten no. yeah. part. The uh, <laughs> that was probably about five years ago. Oh wow. Oh, 
So how have you enjoyed being, you know, since it wasn't like a dream, like, you know, because a lot of people who are actors and actresses, it's been their dream all their life. So it's really been a five year dream for you. So how has that been making this transition from businessman to now actor and producer? Well, it I think the producer part is that businessman in me. It was easy to go that route and Mm -hmm. be on the financial side of things and running things because that's the stuff that I know. Mm-hmm. As yeah. far as acting goes, that's been a deep challenge for me. And I've wow. spent literally hundreds of hours with my private acting coach out of Beverly Hills. Her name is Susanna Morris out of the Eric Morris uh, Actors Workshop. They've worked with A-listers for years and years mm-hmm. and years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've spent tremendous amount of private time with her getting uh, understanding and trying to hone the craft. Uh how has it been? It's been challenging. It's been frustrating. You know, actors, they're used to it. Businessmen aren't used to it where there's constantly <laughs> shifting timelines on things. And so right. that, that's the nature of the business. Even at its best, there's always going to be adjusting timelines for when movies start, when they're actually going yeah. to film and so on. And getting used to that has been certainly challenging, uh, obviously second only to the acting itself. Now, have you got a whole different respect for actors and actresses now? No question. For one, <laughs> for one, the biggest, and it's one of the things I learned almost right away is acting is living a different life every time you have a new character. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in essence, you are gaining more and more perspective and becoming more and more empathetic towards people, their situations, their wise, because every time I go into a character, I have to think of in, in every scene, I have to have my emotional obligations in place. I have to understand yeah. why yeah. they would do what they would do. I'd have to have a backstory, understanding why would they be motivated to be this mean or this racist or this, this mm-hmm. or that or the mm-hmm. other. And yeah. everybody has a justification in their life. There's not a single yeah. person in this world that doesn't, yeah. that didn't yeah. end up where they're at because of what they've experienced or who they've become as a result of their childhood experiences they've had as adults, you name it. And to be able to create that and recreate it again and again and again, you can't help but gain empathy. So in my perspective, actors become more and more kind, more and more understanding, more and more open-minded of people and situations versus what people may paint them as closed-minded. It's the opposite. They're very open-minded and very aware and alert and empathetic towards the world. So that's what it, it's really opened my, my, my eyes for that. And, you know, we get exactly where you're coming from, because I'll be honest, before we started this show, I was closed minded to a lot of things out there big time. <clears throat> but now that we've done 450 interviews, I've seen stories that yes, touch stories us. Stories from all walks of that life. I, would've, I mean, people that I would have disagreed with mm-hmm. in the past. And I'm like, man, they got a really awesome story. And, you know, and so many times on our show now, it's like, wow, you know, they went through that or they went through that. And, and so the show has helped us become more human. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. I just, you know, so, and so sometimes we sit there it's like, we just wish people could, I wish I could put my brain on some people and on all sides of things. Because again, that, you know, we need to be more human right now. Yes. <laughs> yep. For sure. Especially now to, nowadays. Yeah. 
So let's talk a little bit about Karen. Tell us about your role and how you've had to handle that and the show itself. Well, Karen's a story about a, a woman who is, is very racist and really she lives her life out of fear, right? She's uh, yeah. a single, single mom living in this white suburban neighborhood and a African-American couple moves in next door to her. Uh, and her, mm -hmm. her story, and it comes a little bit out in the movie is that, you know, she, she and her brother who I play as her older brother, mm -hmm. Officer Mike Wind, I, I, we grew up in a neighborhood where we had the experience of the neighborhood being taken over by uh, cocaine and other oh, drug type oh, stuff yes. to where my parents, our parents felt like they needed to move us out of the suburb, suburban neighborhood. <laughs> And mm -hmm. my character was beaten up tiny me again by a neighbor that had moved in that was an African-American boy older than me that oh, had beat me up yes. a bunch in constant conflict. Mm -hmm. So that's the backstory that comes out of the yes. movie about why we would feel threatened by this happening again. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. so, so she she ends up be acting like the typical Karen and getting in people's business and and making life hell for this young African-American couple that is just excited to be moving up in the world and, yeah. and building their life together. And it's just, it's that story that at, at times hits the nail too close on the head. So when I think about this movie, I think, okay, what is this going to do? How, how is this going to trigger people in their minds? Yeah. You know, are yeah. they going to be triggered by their real life issues or are they going to understand that it's entertainment and actually get humor out of what's happening versus what, or, or probably a combo. Yeah. Maybe a combination, probably. but take, but either way, be introspective and take a look at yourself as to why you're reacting that way towards the movie. And my character, he's an, a, a police officer that comes in and thinks he's above the law. He oh, wow. tends to, tends to overreact to situations and has a temper of his own and uh, as such mm -hmm. creates quite a bit of problems. So between him and Karen, it, it becomes, comes quite the mess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds yes. like a really great um, show. Yes. A movie. We'll definitely have, we'll to, definitely check have to check it out. Um, now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the big actors and big artists and they see the glory and behind them, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it's taken not just to get to their level, but even a career level within entertainment. And I always want to talk about this side with every guest because I think it's one of the most glossed over things. People think, oh, I got talent. I'll make it. But we both know that is not true because it takes talent, hard work, and yes, a little bit of love. Yes. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about that side of it. You know, I know you've you only been in for five years, but I'm sure you've had to sacrifice and struggle a lot in those years. Oh, there's no question. It, people don't realize that when an actor takes on a movie, especially the A-listers that they're all familiar with, they spend months upon months preparing for the movie. Mm -hmm. And so every tear, every laughter, every moment of anger, whatever it is they're experiencing and seeing their favorite actor perform this incredible feat that they absolutely buy into hook, line and sinker because they're, they they nail it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is their real life emotion being tied to that particular scene they really are suffering and it may not have anything to do with that particular scene but it yeah. has to do with yeah. something that happened to them in their real life that they're reliving while they're saying the words of that scene and acting out wow. the way it needs to be acted out so, and that, that that doesn't just happen it doesn't matter if if Tommy Lee Jones or Meryl Streep or Harrison Ford or whoever 
is acting out a scene, they can't just walk in having no effort at all and just whip out a line and 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 nail it. They have yeah. to spend months upon months preparing, which means sitting in an actor's studio, talking on a Skype phone, whatever they're doing with their particular acting coach and, or, or or their partner that's helping them prepare for the movie, drilling over and over, not only the, the memorization of the lines, the easy part, it's tying the emotional obligations to the scene and to the line that is the difficult part. And that is that is not something that they want to move the audience. It's it's brutal, brutal effort on their part that where there is excruciating. It is not pleasant. It is not fun. And then they go on set and they once again have to experience that all again, combined with the pressure and the time limits of filming the project Mm -hmm. and living Mm -hmm. up to the expectations of 50 or 100 people standing around watching them do that. People don't realize how many people are actually on set <laughs> every time. <laughs> yes. And then, yes, then they get to show up at some event that happens anywhere between nine months and two years later after mm. they already filmed the scene when they, when they, when the film actually is released and yeah, they may show up on a red carpet, but trust me by then they have already probably acted in two or three other movies by that point. Yeah. But they're talking yeah. about this movie, trying to remember everything they did, putting on a, a smile for everybody. It's it's all a mirage. It's not reality. Yeah. And then they yeah. would tell you that. And, you know, I get exactly where you're coming from on one part of that, because, you know, we're writing a book uh, about our show and how we launched yes, this. Yes, we're currently in the And um, like yesterday, I was writing the beginning stages of, the kind of roots behind the show, even though what the show itself is a little bit of our story. And I'm, as I'm writing, I'm reliving what I'm writing. And so I totally get what you say that, that they have, you know, every time they do the scene, they relive moments from their past because of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, let's talk a little bit of us flip the script and go the other way. Now um, we talked a little bit about the sacrifice of struggle side and I have such high respect for actors and artists and all that because they do, you know, they do a lot to entertain people like us. Oh, yes. You know, absolutely. so much. But let's go the other way and talk about the glory side. You know, what are a few moments where you look back on your five-year career with, with acting and say, wow, that happened? It, I don't know if glory is the word, but I, <laughs> I think just I think just being in the presence of some of these fantastic actors sitting next to Tommy Lee Jones or Aaron Eckhart, having lunch with him in between takes, visiting with Catherine Winnick or taking selfies with her, or having wow. Taryn Manning ask me for a selfie in between shots <laughs> after her scene. And I'm just thinking, wow, you know, this is, and, and having, and building friendships, go, going to lunch with Raymond Cruz, you know, and meeting up with him in LA, you know, when I'm in town. Or whatever, mm-hmm. all of those things are pretty, pretty nice, pretty incredible to be able to wow. build friendships mm-hmm. with these icons of the industry that you've been watching on TV forever, realizing they're just normal people like you and me. And when you struggle through something together, you create a bond. 
So. That's really cool. You know, like there are many times that we're driving down the road listening to the radio and somebody will come on. Oh, we interviewed them and somebody yes. else will come. Oh, we, I mean, there was times where we, where, where we hit, heard five songs in a row. We, we interviewed all five people and, or we turn on the TV and, oh, we interviewed them. And so that's really surreal. It's been such us, a so. surreal moment for us because we're just two average people doing something oh, that, yeah. We just had this crazy dream about, you know, back in January 2020. And here we are with people like you and all the other people that are coming on our show. Yeah. It, it, everybody's an average person. They're just doing extraordinary things. <laughs> yeah. Love that oh, one. I love that. Yeah. Like they say, the extraordinary is like as an ordinary person doing extraordinary, just a little extra is what makes it count. Yeah. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the actor and all the other actors, but they don't see the teams behind the actors. And in our opinion, the teams never mm -hmm. get the love they deserve. But on our show, they get some love. So tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, I already mentioned Susanna Morris, although she would probably not want me to mention her. She's very, very <laughs> private. But Low key. Uh, she, <laughs> she leaves it up to us as actors to decide who we want to share. But she... She's tight lipped. She'll never share who she works with. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I have no problem bragging about her. She and I are very close and we've, you know, I've shared virtually everything in my life with this woman wow. uh, in order to get to those emotional obligations. So you can imagine that there's a bond that happens there when you spend hundreds of hours talking to someone uh, through Skype or, or in person for that matter. Uh, beyond that, you know, I, I have, I apologize. I forgot the question. I I got got a tangent. What, what, what was question here? About the oh, team. Oh, yeah. Okay. About the, My, the, the lady that has made it possible for me to get to this point, her name is Mary Aloe. She's with Aloe Entertainment. She's a she's produced 40 plus independent films uh in Hollywood. She's wow. just you know, over the past 15 years, she's just a beast go-getter she's producing <laughs> five or six right now she puts me in most of the movies she's involved with she just oh, believes wow. in me yes. uh i am lucky to have uh, developed a close friendship with with her i call her my sister and she called me her brother and we just believe in each other and so it helps to have someone who's connected corner. who knows mm -hmm. what they're doing who has that gumption to just push you through mm -hmm. like when she mm -hmm. creates a deal she's like that's great but you know we need to get my my close friend and actor friend into this oh, film wow. how are we going to do that in order to make for me to work with you we need to get this done <laughs> you know i mean you can't put a price on something like that when you have someone like that who believes in you that strongly and you know something i've learned by doing this show um of all the people that we've talked to that are rising out there um there's always been on almost every person we have chatted with that one person that kind of opened the door who was connected. Yes, a pivotal you know, person. Because again, what, something I've learned is talking to many people, they'll, they'll, most people admit that it does take a little luck, but you'll never get to the luck part if you don't do the work part. That's the part that people don't get. You, 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 know, you, don't, you don't just get lucky breaks. You have to work hard, work hard. And then eventually that one person will open that first door. Yep. And, and believe in you so much where mm -hmm. they, they want to bring you with them. And it sounds like you got that. It's interesting. So the gentleman who I guess discovered me in our 
shareholder meeting, he introduced me to her. Oh, wow. And, oh, and yes, that's how connection. it started. And mm -hmm. she was so impressed by how hard I was working on mm -hmm. the roles that that's what grabbed her attention initially. Wow. She'd never met anybody who was working so hard at something and she couldn't help but be drawn to that. And, and Susanna would, would tell anybody you can be as talented as you want or have a certain look, but Hollywood's not looking for a certain look. It's not looking yeah. for a certain person. Mm. It's a combination mm -hmm. of many factors that makes someone have the quote it factor. But yeah. the number one mm -hmm. yeah. determining factor of, of success in Hollywood is how dependable are you? When you show up on mm -hmm. set, who are you yes. going to be? Are you going to be someone they can count on that's going to deliver wow. what uh -huh. they need for that particular character? Or are you going to be a problem? Or are you going to come in unprepared? Or are you going mm -hmm. to be a deer in headlights? People react differently under pressure. And so you need to be someone that's a combination of all those things. But the key to getting there is the hard work so that you can become dependable yeah. and you put that yeah. time and effort in behind it. That's what that's what connected me to Mary is her seeing how hard I was working. And wow. she identified with it because she's that way. So that's mm -hmm. how it all started. So what I just said was actually a hundred percent. Cause again, that, that's something that I've learned by interviewing so many people is, yeah, we've is, seen that is, there. Th is that there's a pattern there. And so I'm seeing a pattern on almost everybody who's rising, which is really, yeah, cool. yeah, the pattern is not because you love acting. That's not the pattern. The pattern <laughs> is that you put in the effort behind it yep. mm -hmm. in the right way with the right people mm -hmm. exactly. and are connected yeah. with the right person to drive you so that you can get more work. Love that. Now, speaking of teens, we have a third co-host or nine-year-old that we allow come on to ask a couple of questions. So Sandy's going to yes. get him real okay. quick. And we've got a two and a half daughter. Though. When she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we are a family affairs show. Awesome. Well, I'd be remiss not to say that's part of my team too, is my, my kids yeah. are, are phenomenal uh, part of my team and, and have been very supportive of their dad uh, doing what, what he does. I bet they love it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi Roger. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. I love salmon and mm. I love sushi uh, yeah, salmon and sushi. <laughs> What's yours? Mine is pizza. Oh, no surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> I even eat it all day long. <laughs> Very nice. What's it for a TV show? You know, I, I watch Netflix, so I go through a lot of shows when I'm binge watching. The last one I watched was All American. It's been ah. through three seasons, and I binge watch through the three seasons, so... That's my latest favorite. And what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, okay. I've seen lots of SpongeBob shows with my nine-year-old. And it's been pretty cool because he watches a lot of the Disney and Nickelodeon shows. So we've been able to bring on quite a bit of actor and actresses onto our show for him to talk to. Awesome. <clears throat> so what's a fairy movie? My favorite movie is Inception and Interstellar. I have two of them. Ah. What's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. The the Minions movie? Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> they have built a really great brand, I tell you. <laughs> yes. Bye, thanks. Bye. Nice talking to you. Yeah, he's he's been on over 400 interviews with us. So, you know, we we love doing that. And you know, I remember when we when Sandy and I first started the show, I was like 
I wanted it to be a family show and the guests don't always have to be family. Cause you know, we, we will bring on, shoot, I'd bring on um, Howard Stern. It wouldn't matter, you know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but we wanted our side to be family oriented where we, yeah. where, where we do it all as a family and all that. That's wonderful. So, um, as you know, back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. And back then, she was just Kelsey. You know, she was before she became Kelsey. Yeah, she, she was kinda, widely known. And one time. of the questions I asked is where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to ask this question to guests um, and tell them what she talked about. Because, again, she told her the answer she gave us back then. I was almost to the T of what she's living now. Knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? You know, I have been blessed in my life to accomplish a lot of things. And this has been fast for me, pretty fast growing. My first movie was with Tommy Lee Jones and Aaron Eckhart in a supporting actor role. And now I'm doing, I'm casting four more movies coming up. So I, I will, I will, would like to be seen as a solid actor who has put in some incredible performance. my are you there i apologize yeah, yeah we're here no okay, problem. I, thought, I thought i got cut off somehow <laughs> i just want to be working and doing what i love and yeah. being yeah. involved in roles that are meaningful and important and are socially relevant and as long as i am true to myself while also providing entertainment for others mm -hmm. and staying mm -hmm. true to myself as a father uh, to my children and a friend to my friends and a brother and son. That's all that matters to me. Love that. Love that. Now, um, if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play? <sighs> you know, it would be nice to do a action adventure show, maybe with a, Hmm. There's a lot of good ones out there. I can't even think of their names at the moment. Maybe you got me uh, in my own uh, deer in the headlights moment. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm not a big, I admire all the actors. And so mm -hmm. I, I don't care who I work with as long as, as long as I, I do, I come and do my part. Yeah. And they, yeah. and they come and do their part. There's been moments where I've been surprised where people haven't come prepared and that, that's, that surprises me. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I know it's, I, I, but I don't judge. I, I know there are yeah. situations where mm -hmm. some people are right. just coming off another movie or whatever, but I don't know, a Tom Hardy character. Uh, that would be cool. Um, mm -hmm. I, I guess I'd like a band of brothers kind of movie oh, where wow, rubbing good. shoulders. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could be Robin to Batman, something like that. Yes, uh, you know, it's yes. funny. We're supposed to be having the original Robin coming on yes. Saturday. Oh, oh nice. yes. Burt Ward. <laughs> Burt Ward. Um, mm -hmm. As long as everything goes good, we'll have mm -hmm. him on Saturday, which is yes. pretty cool. It's funny you mentioned that. Yes. <laughs> so, um, oh, uh, yes. What are some sources of inspiration for you? You know, it's my life. It's my my wow. parents, my brothers and sisters, my kids, 
my childhood uh, experiences in business, friends. I've I've lived a life more than people would ever realize wow. and been through a lot. And I'm able to pull that source material up for whatever is, is needed in a particular role. It's surprising what you would find would be the emotional obligation behind a particular scene oh, where wow. maybe, maybe I'm feeling racist and angry in a moment, but I'm actually feeling hurt and disappointed and feeling betrayed in my real life to be wow. able to create that scene that shows anger and, and resentment and racism. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. It does. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you want to be known and remembered for? First and foremost, a great father. Um, eventually a husband. I'm not married, so uh, that would have to come later. <laughs> uh, honest person, a good, a good man, somebody who is concerned about humanity, concerned about the world, Mm -hmm. who was kind to everybody he met, who never took advantage of other people, who was intuitive and generous with others emotionally and in whatever means is needed to handle a situation. So goodness, I'm all about goodness. I love, love that. that. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to say to them? Be true to yourself and follow your heart and your dreams and it will happen maybe not in the way you think you know I, I saw this one poster on my dad's wall of his office that he found at some junkyard and it said it's this old crusty uh cowboy and he's <laughs> chewing, chewing on a piece of straw and it says there's a hell of a lot they didn't tell me when i signed on with his outfit <laughs> to me that's life there's a hell of a lot yeah. that you, you you end up where you're at. You never expected to be there, even though you thought yeah. you had a plan. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. that, that's certainly the case for me in acting. I didn't expect never to be expected here. that. Right. You know, intuitively, I may have wanted or wished, yeah. for sure, mm -hmm. but never thought it was something that was possible. But maybe it was a seed planted way back when, and it was always designed to be. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I believe that wherever you are, you can make a difference. And mm -hmm. absolutely. And be aware of the signs and push hard and, and be, be dependable and work hard at it and you'll get there. You know, I mm -hmm. love that. You know, even with our show, I never imagined this show and where we are today. Um, if you had told me a couple of years ago, this all would be happening, I probably would have laughed. Um, oh, me too. Yes, but but like you said, it. there might have been signs that in the past that led to things. Well, through our almost 19 years of marriage, there would be many times that we'd be on the street and we'd run into people. And I'm not talking running into friends, but running into strangers. And I'd end up two, three, four minutes in a conversation. She would know that when that happens, usually I'm, we're there 30, 60 minutes. There's oh, just yes. no way around it. And I've done that thousands and thousands of times through our 19, almost 19 years of marriage. And now I look back and like that was preparing us for this show. We just didn't realize it because it, it gave was, us yeah. a chance to actually use all that stuff that we talk with people about to actually do this. And a lot of that is are things that you wouldn't necessarily want to live again, but mm -hmm. were blessings right. because of the challenge that it offered back then. It created the, the foundation for what and who you are now. 
Exactly. I mean, That's I went it. through 19 years of addictions until almost 14 years ago, too. So you, you add all that in and it, it just makes sense what we're doing now. <clears throat> so what is a show or movie that you've seen that you wish you played a role in? Ooh. I, a bunch of movies, you know, <laughs> I mean, geez, starting out. I mean, I wish I, when I was a kid, I wish I was an ET, you know, I uh, mean, that would have been a good one. Oh yes. That's know, a ba great back one. in, back in the day. Uh, and Goonies. I mean, think about how amazing those adventurous, those movies look to a 10, 12, 15 year old. Oh, kid. Yes. Uh, and they were pop. It was such a popular movie, The Goonies. I mean, E.T. They so, were. Yeah. So you can imagine that when they went to school and all that, people knew who they were. So you know, they definitely played those parts so great. Yeah. Then as I got older, I mean, can you imagine playing on the set of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I mean, oh, wow. oh, yes. <laughs> get, get me away from these thrillers. Get me to get me to something fun to play. You know, <laughs> some comedy. Yeah. Especially in our day and time. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and and more recently, you know, anything action adventure would be exciting. You know, I I mm -hmm. thoroughly, the Outlander would be a great show to be on. Uh, certainly, Game of Thrones. All of those seem like would be amazing shows that are filmed out of out of Europe and England and such. Just phenomenal casts. Be amazing yeah. to be able mm -hmm. to be a part of those. Most definitely. Now, if you had a friend of yours and they, you know, they were sticking their feet into the acting world and they've done maybe a show here, a show there, uh, maybe in a few commercials. So they're still getting their feet wet, but they feel that this is what they're supposed to do with their life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years? I would focus on relationships and building relationships with people that could make a difference in the industry and I wouldn't be asking them for things. I would be seeking ways to where I could enhance their life and help them in ways to where they would naturally desire to help me back. And I would want it, I would want it to be genuine, not fake based upon your insatiable desire to become famous because that's not how it works. And while also putting my feet to the pavement and seeing every opportunity I had, I would be putting in lots of actors reels to as many jobs I could possibly get my hands on. Definitely love that. So as we come to a close here, um, tell everybody how they can <clears throat> find you. You can go into IMDB and search for Roger Dorman. Uh, I, you can see all my projects there, or you can find me on Instagram. It's roger.dorman. That's R O G E R dot D O R M A N at roger.dorman to find me there. And uh, I try to keep people up to date on both my personal life as well as my acting stuff right there. So love that. Nice. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. We definitely look forward to having you back down the road yes. for some updates. I appreciate you having me on the show and congratulations with your show and good luck with it. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. You have an awesome day. Yes. Thank you. You too. Bye.